Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Y ahora, en vivo y en directo para todos ustedes, desde la Torre de Radio de la Ciudad La Banda, Poco Podcast. Oye, Fluffy, escuché que te encantó Dark Tricks, el nuevo Pokémon que anunciaron para Sun and Moon. ¿Qué, tu, qué te opina? Oh, absolutamente. Dark Tricks es maravilloso, no puedo paralizarlo. I hate you both. And welcome to the 256th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts. The Fluffy Swimsicott. And the Lord Deshiro. And we are here to bring you another Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Thank you to, uh, well, I, I dropped his name, uh, AZCRXS. I can't even pronounce that. Wow. Uh, uh, for providing this week's intro uh, as always, guys, if you want to be at the beginning of the show, you can send us a recording of your voice at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. So please do that if you haven't already. And please enjoy our international version of Puckle. <laughs> yeah. Battle uh, of the accents. It's on. <laughs> and as always, uh, welcome to Puckle if you're new or if you're old for that matter. Uh thank you for listening to us. We are the podcast. Uh Puckle of course stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League and we are a podcast that talks about everything Pokemon. Uh most everything Pokemon. Pretty pretty much everything today because I've got you Shiro. So yeah. Uh, everything will be covered in good detail instead of my mediocre detail on the TCG's end. Um so <laughs> it's getting better. It's getting better. It is getting better. I I I have to admit like compared to like a year ago when we started the TCG podcast, like I I don't know how much people can tell at the beginning, at like, when we first started the TCG podcast, like, when I was hosting it. Yeah. Remember that? I don't oh, know if yeah. people can tell how much, like, I was just faking it until I made it, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> compared to what I knew back then, I know uh, a much larger amount about the TCG. Uh, mostly thanks to you, well, of course. Uh, <laughs> You, you faked your way into a podcast that's going on nine years now, so you yeah, must right. be <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on that. Uh, I, I don't want to talk, I don't want to like spoil things, spoil surprises 
Uh, but I, I've been doing some work on the older episodes for a future project. Oh, and, <gasps> and so I, uh, <laughs> and so I've, uh, I've been listening to myself <laughs> talk, I, yes. specifically the first 30 episodes, because those all took place in the first year of Puckle. And I, I've been, I've been listening to those and I'm just listening to myself talk. And I, like, I'm just li- listening to my competitive advice and I'm just like, I knew nothing. <laughs> I knew nothing. I said, I said out of the Sinnoh starters that Torterra was probably the best one. Uh, <laughs> was probably the best one competitively. And that, that, my friend, is a lie. That's, that's uh, genius. You also, yeah. thought, you also thought Ludicolo was the end all be all of competitive Okay, Ludicolo? So. Okay, I still, I still hold high regards for Ludicolo though. Let's, let's make this straight. Let's put that straight. I, I hold a lot of, uh, a lot of regards for Ludicolo. It's it's not like a great Pokemon, especially right now because Flying type has actually gotten moves now uh, compared mm-hmm. to Gen Four, where you had like I mean I guess Brave Bird came out in Gen Four, but you didn't have anybody that used it very well. Um, or yeah. with priority. Yeah, like, like with priority exactly. And so Ludicolo was uh, was an interesting choice. Which yeah. I mean, I can trust that. Back in Gen Four, Ludicolo might have worked, but he still kind of works a little bit. I mean, you can make him work. He was actually he he was uh, well, I guess technically still is uh, semi viable in VGC. Semi viable. Oh yeah, yeah in VGC totally. But yeah, he's in- semi viable in VGC sixteen. I'd say. I mean, if you run him correctly, you could probably make top cut of the Premier Challenge with Ludicolo. Apart from him being a little bit racial sensitive, I love him. <laughs> Well, he works really well with the Rain Dish. He was the only Pokemon that had access to Rain Dish before hidden abilities. Yeah. Um, first, which, so like, put that into context of Gen 4. Um, not to mention he has Fake Out. Access to Fake Out, which I, is just unbelievable to me. Um, yeah. Well, what, I mean, if you see a giant dancing pineapple in a sombrero coming towards you, you're going to be stunned for a moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he has I, Fake Out, which is just like amazing to me. How and, about an Alolan? Lodicolo. Alolan? I, okay, so oh, that doesn't yeah, follow my criteria of Alolan how do you Pokemon. Make him more Hawaiian. Well, he's kind of Mexican right now. Uh, he's a pineapple. Mm. But with a sombrero, Jashira has a point. That's and Maracas? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Let me, let, me, let me hardcore segue here and ask you guys what you've been up to in Pokemon lately. I've already gone into what I've been working on this week, so I want to hear what you guys have been up to. Okay, well, I've been taking part in the Puckle Generations tournament. Uh, there was, like, a technical snafu, but Shamu swooped in like a hero and fixed it. And it ended up meaning that I had two battles in one day, which was pretty exciting. Shout out to both of my opponents. I had a lot of fun with both of them. The battles were really intense, especially the first one. Uh, I just had a lot of fun. I... I brought a team that sucked, but not as much <laughs> as my teams usually suck. So I was pretty satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, what, what about you, Jushira? What have you been up to? I know you've been doing, like, some real-life tournamenting. Yeah, I finally uh, put my money to good use after purchasing so many cards for uh, to participate and start going <laughs> to some premium leagues. 
Um, I went to my first one last week, did not go well at all. I was playing an Evelta deck, and uh, yeah, it just didn't go well at all. Uh, I have happens. to say that, yeah, two of the of the games that I did lost, I, I, I'm going to say it, I just didn't really draw well. The prices were not in my advantage, so I'm... But there was a few games where I'm like, yeah, no, I lost because the, I had good opponents. Uh, we did go, me and Basket go to, uh, went to another one yesterday. I actually won sec, uh, fourth place in that one. So it didn't go that bad. I used a Mega Man deck, wow. which is the Mega Man Metric deck. Uh, and it pretty well. It went pretty well. So I've just been playing TCE yeah. and uh, getting excited. Woo! <laughs> I mean, Sun and Moon Yay. sets are almost here. Uh, yeah, they uh, are. Snor- Snorlax GX is going to be released sometime in mm-hmm. November, uh, and we'll have our first set in uh, February the third for yeah. Sun and Moon. So, absolutely, it's pretty exciting stuff. Please, let's not talk about the hype because, as we speak, I'm thinking I have a 3DS set to Australia. If everything goes right tomorrow after lunch, I will have the demo in my hand. <laughs> when does is that going to launch like at midnight? Does anybody know? It, if it launches at midnight on Tuesday for every time zone, then Australia is going to get it when it's like lunchtime. Here. I feel yes. like it's going to be for every region in a particular time zone. You know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how time that- zones work outside the U.S. because. I was enlightened about a year ago that China's just on the same time zone throughout the whole country, which is just which nuts to me. Which is kind of crazy, but when you when you think about the fact that like most of Europe is also in the same time zone, yeah, but like Spain is in the same time zone as Italy, but the UK is on a time zone that's one hour beyond Spain, even though the UK lies east of Spain. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, things are a bit crazy over here. That sounds fun. That and sounds here like in the US, we have so how many time zones? Three, four, four, four we five, if you, five. I think it's six if you include Alaska and Hawaii. Well, we yeah. would have to. Well, then it's six technically, uh, but. <laughs> For the 48 states that, like, hang out together, it's just four. <laughs> I mean, Hawaii is just some island out in the Pacific Ocean. We're just like, you know what? You're a state now. I found out the other day that Hawaii has more electoral votes than, uh, than Vermont, which just blows my well, mind. That has Vermont more, that has more political tiny. pool than Vermont. Yeah. yeah, Vermont is not that big, though. I mean, neither's Hawaii. It's just an island. Well, well, seven islands. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, UK, the British, is an island as well. It's pretty big. And yeah, Australia yeah, yeah. is Hawaii. a continent, but it's also an island. So it's a, it's a vacation spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, wow, that's your opinion. Now you're getting into like, no, Hawaii is just there. As a vacation spot, okay? For me, yes. <laughs> Nothing else matters about Hawaii. There's no real culture, okay? We've just positively just ma- uh, made all of our Hawaiian listeners pretty mad right now. I know. <laughs> no, there's definitely some culture in Hawaii, for sure. Um, some? Some. <laughs> there's just some. Just a little bit. Uh yeah, that's uh, sure. moving on to the next <laughs> yeah. entire Pokemon game on it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I know you are, but I want to make sure everyone knows because otherwise we sound like the most horrible people in existence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not running a campaign here, Thatch, so slow that's down. That's true. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go run for president and try to get Hawaii to vote for me. I'm gonna try to do it with like 27 percent of the popular vote. Um, so. <laughs> So enough political talk. I uh, actually understood that reference. Yeah. I'm reading so much about this. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough political talk. We are. We, there's been a lot going on in Pokemon lately, so we are going to go to the news. And on to the news. So in the news, let's just get some of the nasty nitty gritties out of the way. Um, so first of all, Pokemon Generations are still coming out. It's episode seven's out. You get a Gen 3. You got Sceptile pile driving a Golbat. And you get some yeah. Team Magma being a cult. Yeah, and a very, very creepy one at that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Courtney was so creepy. Right? Oh, that that exchange between Courtney and Maxie was so uncomfortable to watch. Like, the entire oh, time, yes. it was just super uncomfortable. And Which is, be- I was like, children are watching this. <laughs> it's also, It's also very true to the game, though. Like, well, true, like, uh, so when I watched it, um, I, I was very, I don't know why I was, but I was very surprised to see that it was the Oraz styling, right? And then I keep yeah. forgetting that when we watched Generation 2 and Generation uh, 1 shorts, right? Everything was very much based yeah. on the remakes. And I keep yeah. forgetting that. Uh, that, that like when the remakes come out, they just kind of like ditch the art for the originals. And then mm-hmm. the canon it's for like true, anime and stuff becomes the, uh, becomes the norm. It's much more noticeable for Gen 3. Yeah, well, it's just... Be- I feel like that one was just more recent, and that's why we're so shaken up by it, because at least with, like, when Gen 2 remakes came out, they introduced characters in the anime for it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm... It was just... I was taken aback initially. I probably won't be after this. But yeah. yeah. Mm. So, we probably have, like, two more Generation 3 shorts coming up. And yeah. then we'll move to Gen 4. So who knows when they're going to do their extra episode week? Who knows? Maybe in a couple of weeks or something like that. Uh, so here we go. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, if you haven't already, go to GameStop slash GameStop equivalent in your country and go pick up a Volcanion code. Uh, Volcanion is up for distribution. Uh, you can grab the codes until the 31st. And you can download Volcanion until the end of January, I believe. Something like that. Yes. The end is probably the 24th in Europe, so European listeners, hurry up. Yeah, go do that right now. Just go do it. Also, Keldio, if you haven't already, just go download it. Uh, I sat down can- I, I sat down in my house and I just downloaded all the things I hadn't done. <laughs> and can you get a – it's only a game st- uh, GameStop or a Game Store promotion, right? Yeah, you have to get the card from GameStop. Okay, so for, for our Puerto Rican – for our Puerto Rican uh, listeners, uh, please oh, let yes. us know. You can send us an email mm-hmm. uh, if you live in Puerto Rico because uh, we know that there's no GameStop or any type that of game store there. So contact us. We have uh, some of our uh, Pocolonians do work in GameStop and we can definitely do the favor of getting you a code. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a good point. Uh, okay. So well Volcanion's up. Uh, Pokemon Go had an update this week on iOS and Android. 
I believe we talked about it a little bit last week, but just as a reminder, if you go update Pokemon Go, you get capture bonuses for catching the same type of Pokemon. Uh, so it makes it really easy to catch those Pidgey and Rattata now, uh, as well as Yeah, Rindle. you can also use six Pokemon to train friendly gyms, yep. and you can experience new and exciting bugs and crashes. Yes. <laughs> uh, they also oh, scale the CP of the gyms for you as well. Yes. Which is important for new players. Yeah, which is great for training and whatnot. It's great. Uh, yeah, because I, I stopped playing for a while, so like I'm under leveled to like the highest level people around town, and it's really disappointing. <laughs> it's really disappointing. Yeah, I used to be able to solo gyms, guys. I used to be able to solo gyms. I can't do Back it anymore. Back in Gen Four. Back in like a month ago. <laughs> yep. I used to be able to solo gyms. Not anymore. I'm just a lowly yellow guy walking around. Talking about things, uh, forgettable things, which is one of our topics, right? That, yeah, exactly. To me, Pokemon Go is something completely forgettable. I've just not turned it on in weeks. Oh, exactly. No, no. I haven't I haven't launched Pokemon. I, I do it now. I mean, I don't go out and play Pokemon Go like I used to. Like, you definitely have those people still. Yeah. Um, But I don't go. I Like, if I'm walking, because, like, I have to walk uh, about half a kilometer to work. From the my parking lot. So, like, you know, I'm hatching eggs anyway. Just pop it open, do it. Also, yeah. it's a college mm-hmm. campus, so I get some steps. I can usually catch about 10 Pokemon on that walk. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a thousand experience points. And that's that's all I do. I don't go out and play Pokemon Go anymore. You know what I mean? Well, the thing that keeps me away from it is the fact that it has to be on Mm-hmm. To, for it to work, it can't work on the background. And I know that if you purchase the Pokemon Go uh, Plus, yeah. it's a feature that it brings, but I just don't want to drop $30 I heard, for I that. I hope there's going to be a restock for that uh, because they're out of stock as far as I know. If it worked in the background and kept my, my steps in the background, mm-hmm. I would totally still be playing it, but nah. That's fair. Well, well, the GPS is also still very glitchy. Oh, go ahead, Whimsicott. Oh, no, I was going to say I have the Pokemon Go Plus, and it, it does help me play quite a bit more. <laughs> But I used to play, like, I, I would put on the Pokemon Go Plus and just turn on the game as I drove to work and from work, and now I can't do that! Because <laughs> at driving speed, Pokemon Go doesn't work anymore, which I'm kind of glad about, because... Oh, it's definitely a safety issue, yes. Yeah, it's so much safer now. But, well, I mean, I'm sorry that people were being so dumb that it had to, like, take the game out for people who have the plus or who are actually passengers. But, yep. you know, I, I'm okay with this. Safety first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so moving on, because we've got so much more news to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scissor is joining Pokken Tournament, uh, only in the arcades right now. Um, there still hasn't been an update for the Wii U version, even for the Dark for Darkrai, who joined a few months ago. So hopefully they update the Wii U version. I would really like to play with both those characters. Uh, Scissor is coming, though. If you have access to a Japanese Pokémon tournament cabinet, go play as Scissor. Scrawn. Scrawn, yeah, that's true. Scrawn. <laughs> go play Pokémon tournament right now. Oh, yeah. With Scissor and Darkrai, report back. Uh, <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, for just a friendly reminder, if you want to play the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo, it will be out on Tuesday, so essentially the day after this comes out. Download Woo! it, play it, and we should be talking about it the week afterwards, or the oh, next yeah. week. Uh, so, yes. definitely. And if you are going to download the demo 
and you're planning to purchase Sun and Moon as a digital download, you need to get a bigger SD card than the one that yes. comes in your 3DS. Yes. Absolutely. So you should probably do that, you know, before you download the demo. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on to the big news now. Uh, <laughs> Which oh, is yes. all of the news that dropped about Pokemon Sun and Moon in the trailer this week. Uh, first in Coral Core, but the Coral Core says the same thing, and I can re- I can't read Japanese, but I can speak English. Uh, so we're gonna jump right on into this. Um, first is uh, the revelation of well, several new Pokemon, mostly evolutions actually, um, which I found very mm-hmm. interesting. Is like that seemed to be the theme of the episode or the the trailer at least. Uh, so first we have Steeny and Sar- Serena. I hope I said that right. The, the preface, let me preface this with, I cannot say any of these Pokemon's names. Um, so I mean, we're Sarina. the ones with accents here, which is kind of funny and ironic. Yeah, but, uh, Sarina is actually like the name of, you know, uh, a Tsar's yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, queen. So makes, yeah, that exactly. one, we, we know where they're going for. Yeah. The other one, Steeny, <laughs> who knows? Uh, but yeah, so these are grass type Pokemon that evolved from Bond Suite, none other than Bond Suite. Um, Whimsicott's uh, almost favorite. And I, it's not my favorite. I just want to protect it yeah, with right. my life. I mean, it's because so the sad. Poor thing. It's so and now sad. finally, it has something to protect it. Exactly. It so you keep, keep going. Given it survives life. long enough to evolve, yes. Yeah. Uh, it seems really interesting because, well, so Steeny evolves and then only certain Steeny that are strong enough evolve into Sarina, um, which mm-hmm. uh, Sarina actually has a lot of really cool um, lore behind it. Uh, like I just said, only certain Steeny evolve into it. Um, it gets the uh, exclusive move Trop Kick, which I think is hilarious which is to play on words. <laughs> yes, um, it so it's a grass type physical move, I assume, much like. Uh, a high jump kick or something, probably. We'll find out more details. Um, also, it gets a new ability called Queen's Majesty, which just stops priority moves, which sounds exactly like Dazzling, but in another name. Okay, there might be a difference. There might be a difference. We don't because know, though. If I remember correctly, Dazzling prevents priority moves from affecting the Pokemon with Dazzling. Or maybe even just from damaging it. Queenly Majesty says the Pokemon cannot use priority moves. So It's a little stronger, I would say. Whimsicott using Tailwind. Mm -hmm. Maybe Whimsicott can't use Tailwind in front of a Tsarina, but it can use Tailwind in front of a Bruxish. Mm, Maybe. We don't know for sure now. Yeah. Interesting. That yeah, I don't know. Again, we're gonna have to wait until these games come out to really know the full implications. Yeah, uh, and then twelve days later, the, go play in a go play in an international tournament. Um, I think the text of the abilities activating is actually different, so there might yeah, be a slight difference. There might be a slight difference, but that that's what we got so far. And let me let me double check if I can get some trop kick. Uh, <laughs> if I can trop kick some uh, information about trop kick. It apparently head. has a chance to lower the opponent's attack. It has not Okay, is that all? Is it that all we know? Let me Pretty check. much, I think. Let me double check here. Uh, trop kick. Uh, yep, it, it damages and then lowers the opponent's attack. How that many is, energies does it need to activate? Uh, seven. <laughs> seven grass and then one double colorless. Um, oh, okay. That's what, I, that's what I'm assuming right now. 
Uh, <laughs> so Tropkick is – that does sound like a TCG card name. You are 100% correct. <laughs> totally. Uh, so let me pull up my notes again. Uh, so – uh, in addition, we found out that Jengmo'o evolves into Hakamo'o and Komo'o, dragon fighting type Pokemon, which is, and they have a really cool design. I'm a big fan of their design. Also the typing, like dragon fighting, cool, like unused typing. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'm just a fan. What, what are your opinions? I'm completely unimpressed. What? Really? I know, because I thought dragon fighting, that's so cool. Back in Gen Five, when Fairy wasn't a thing. Okay, I mean, okay. In Gen well, Five, okay. So what are you Pokemon using a dragon type Pokemon? Won everything. Yeah, but it, in Gen Five, it would have. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but <laughs> like with Fairy, so fa- when are you using a dragon type up against a Fairy to begin with? Why are you doing that? Like that doesn't make any sense well, to me. Some of them run Poison Jab and like to surprise you. Yeah, uh, but, but that's um, that's nonsense. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you saw what happened to poor High Dragon. Yeah, well, High Dragon's still not useless. It's not useless it's, right now. It was it was like the end all be all of OU, and now it's at the bottom of you. Well, yes, absolutely. Thank God, it's called balance. <laughs> <laughs> like it shouldn't be like top tier. I think this is going to be a solid I Pokemon. Guess- I guess my main disappointment is that I looked at Jangmo'o and I thought, like, I saw a winged design. I saw a heart, like, and I thought it was going to be Dragon Fairy. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I, thought, I thought many, many things. Maybe Dragon Steel. Mm-hmm. Dragon Steel would have been pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I saw... Oh, go ahead, Jushiro. Oh, no, since I can't really talk about how competitive this Pokemon is... Nobody as, can. <laughs> um, I like the visual aspect of it. I like yeah. the scales. I like mm-hmm. that it kind of looks like a scaled armor, kind of like those Japanese scale armors, although yeah. I know it's supposed to be Hawaiian theme. Um, and it just looks so good. It looks really good. Also, I mean, so watching the trailer, I mean, I can't really show it to you because we're on a podcast, but watching the trailer, you watch it fight a Garchomp, right? And you can really just mm-hmm. see, like, they did talk about this, about how they designed Pokemon with, like, their movements in mind. And you can really tell that. Yeah. Watching, oh, yes. just watching Jingmo or Komo'o in the trailer. Um, because he, uh, you can just see the movements and you just see Garchomp. And Garchomp's just like this lifeless dragon shark that looks like it's gonna have a hard time moving. And it kind of has this raptor view on it more than a yep. dragon. It mm-hmm. reminds me of a Jurassic Park raptor. And it's yeah, kind of cool. It's just much more stationary than uh, than Garchomp, and so it just struck me. Uh, all right, so moving on though. Be- well, they also he also gets an exclusive move uh, called Clinging Scales, where it just makes noise, I guess. And for some reason, after it's done, he lower his defense is lowered. Probably has something to do with the lore because when they lose their scales, that's like. Well, when they fight each other, they lose scales, and it's like a sign of pride for yeah, them. Yeah, the description of the moves literally says. In order to use the move, they have to rub the scales together, mm-hmm. and that would weaken them, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's very cool, though. Very cool design. Uh, moving on, though, uh, very quickly, um, Cutie Fly evolves into... I am not going to be able to pronounce this correctly. Riumbi! Is that what it is? It's just a bigger Cutie Fly. It's like a bigger Cutie Fly Weeduck! Winter scarf. It's so adorable. 
it is kind of adorable. I mean, yeah, okay. We, had, we know nothing else about this Pokemon. What if the shiny has like a pink scarf or a green scarf? Oh my gosh. Oh, I, what I does Shield so Dust do? Shield Dust. Let me double check. Shield Dust, I believe. Oh, it's like, um, ah, it blocks. It, it blocks added uh, effects of attacks. Okay. Um, so like it, it blocks the ability. I believe if you were to get burned as like a secondary effect. Um, but the only Pokemon that have it's access to it are Bug types, and they're all gonna get mm. burned. Any, they're all gonna die anyway. So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no good Pokemon have access to this ability. Um, well, we don't know. This I could do. be like a super powered Bug type. <laughs> Its other I ability mean, is Honey honestly, Gather, so I'm not feeling too strong. <laughs> Rebombi looks completely useless, and I'm still gonna use one forever. <laughs> it's no Toga Demaru, let me tell you. Um, mm. <laughs> Pokemon you might have forgotten about. Toga Demaru exists. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> How can we forget about it? Every five minutes, Thatch. I don't talk about it every five minutes. Uh, Alright, moving on. Uh, I think one of the most fun Pokemon to show come out of this is Type Null's evolution, Silvani or not Silvani, Silvali, um, kind of like saying civilly, but Silvali. Huh? I think huh? someone said it's like um, you know that Japanese often no. make a contraction of words, mm-hmm. taking the first syllable of the two words in a phrase. Okay, and so it might be a silver ally, but it might be short for Silicon oh. Valley because it's an artificial Ooh. Pokemon. I like that a lot. Wow, yeah, I like um, that too. What's even better is its ability yeah. is called RKS system. The letters RKS, which is awesome, uh, because yeah, I didn't realize which this. I read. I was I was sitting in my office with my office mate when they when it came out, and so like. Uh, what I do afterwards is like I gather my thoughts for the show, like when these happen with my office mate. Um, and so we were talking, and, and so like he just sits at his desk, I sit at mine, and I read the Pokemon website just so I can get like all the little tidbits and extras about these Pokemon. And so I was reading it out loud, and, and he goes, "He goes, do they really call it the Arceus ability?" And I go, "What? Oh. What are you talking about? I'm just, it's called RKS." <laughs> and it's just like, listen to what you just said. I'm like, "Oh." That does make sense. <laughs> oh, see, you have to understand how this conversation went on the other side. I have no one to talk Pokemon out exactly. loud with, especially not in English. And so I was in the Puckle chat and I was trying to figure out, I thought it was an acronym. Yeah, R-K-S. right? R-K-S. And then Thatch was like, just say it out loud and tell me what you just said. And I was like, oh, mind blown. Thatch is a genius. And now you come and tell me that it was an accident. <laughs> it, was, it was legitimately an accident. But uh, so this, I'm arc, so disappointed. This, this, is, this is 100% confirmation that, this, that uh, Type Null and uh, Silvali are the uh, are recreations of Arceus um, that, man, that are man-made yeah, because they, they have ability to get get some item that they hold and then they turn into whatever type it is. And then they have a move called multi-attack that gains that type, just like judgment. So you can yeah, always pretty much, you can always uh, measure oh, the cleverness of uh, Pokemon by how long it takes me to realize something. And after this conversation between fluffy and Thatch went on chat, it took me a good about 10 minutes to realize what this was. And I'm like, that is very <laughs> clever, right? That's super clever. I I was I was yeah. just like ah oh, oh, game freak you got me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess this 
does confirm that the English pronunciation of Arceus is Arceus. Yeah, that makes me really sad. Yeah, I mean, I've always I've always been in the yeah. Arceus camp, uh, you know, and now because now that's how the wrong. Japanese say it. Yeah, they say that, and, thought, and not to mention you know, like the announcer, the announcer in uh in what's it called uh Pokemon Battle Revolution also says it that way. Okay. Yeah, I know it's a disappointment, but yeah, whatever. I mean, they went the this is how it would be pronounced in Latin because it's the god Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> but. It's the whole well. You can take it as it is. I mean, it's whole the GIF GIF situation. The people, the the man it's who created GIF. it what? says it's GIF, but it's of course, GIF. you know, it's English, so it's GIF and whatever. <laughs> Just say it however you a, want. No one's going to judge you. Similar controversy in a fandom I followed this week. It was hilarious. I won't go into details. Anyway, so essentially, Silvali is like you wanted to use Arcus, but you only play OU. Here oh, think, we go. I think this also further confirms that te- that Team Skull is going to be the ultimate good guys here. Um, if you read the if you read the page on Pokemon.com about uh, Silvali, because yes. it says that it was created to defend defend against some purpose, and it's like dot dot dot. I'm just like, okay, so it's the Ultra Beast. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it could yeah, be that and- they stole it. Uh well okay so I think they stole it probably or they they either created it in the Aether Foundation or one of the two I'm not sure um, because Team and- Skull does not have a view of a scientific team no 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 but Gladion no. could have been like a defector or something like that as well I could see Gladion yeah, being I mean- a defector from the Aether Foundation and going to Team Skull yeah and Gladion I mean the, the- I'm sorry. The description for a Silvalli says when it meets a trainer it really trusts, yeah, exactly. then it will break free of its helmet mm-hmm. and be the awesome Pokemon it can be. And that one line made sure that I am going to play with a Typhnol in my game because if you're allowed, I, cannot I can see it being believe- a post-game catch. It's going to be like a Lucario. Maybe. Maybe when you get it like around the seventh or sixth gym, and it's mm. only one gift Pokemon given to you. Maybe you know how you know how the plot always ends around the seventh gym. Yeah, right. I understand. So yeah, but I I can't leave that poor thing prisoner of those <laughs> that awful helmet they put on it. I have to save it. All now, right. does this mean that since it makes so much uh, reference to our Arceus, Arceus, uh, would, would would Arceus make an appearance in this game? Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Deoxys situation with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that I think that's totally reasonable. I mean, the precedent for mythical Pokemon no longer be, being mythical, quote unquote. Is oh my goodness! Possible. I just realized it's yet another pun. They created a god out of parts. It's a Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. awesome. Moving. If, if Silvali ends up saving the day in a big hero <laughs> scene, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's going to be so awesome. Okay, moving on. Um, the last, the last set of Pokemon that were revealed were the Alolan Grimer and Muck. Um, Alolan Grimer is just—they've both gone dark poison. Um, because they eat garbage now, and they've changed colors, and then Muck becomes a rainbow. Uh, so, yes. They also have teeth. Uh, so, fun fact. They that, rock teeth. 
they That's are poisonous toxic crystals yeah. that so they turn into a psychedelic rainbow creature full of dangerous toxins with crystals on it. It's all very 70s. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say about it. Um, and then finally, last piece of news that dropped from this trailer, and I'll do this very quickly so we don't have a five-hour episode today. Um, we have Olivia and Ilma, two characters being announced. Uh, Olivia being the kahuna of Akamala Island. I believe that's the name of the island. Um, she is the big kahuna there, and she is definitely going to have fan art made of her. And oh, she can be my kahuna whenever she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ilma just being further confirmed after being seen in the Legends trailer that uh, was translated into English last week. So he is going to be the first uh, trial captains. So that means there's five trial captains, indicating that there will be more than four, as previously thought. And yes. Uh, um, apparently, the press played uh, some of the game, and they were oh, yes. told by Game Freak reps that there are seven trial there's captains. There's seven. I haven't heard that part come out of it, but okay, that makes sense. I can believe it. I mean, I don't. It could be any number, and I don't honestly care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's, uh, that's it for what was dropped in the trailer. Um, so also small puckle news before we go on, uh, go ahead and listen or fill out the puckle survey. If you haven't already, that is at pucklepodcast.com slash survey. Um, please do that. If you do it, we're going to do run this, I believe for two more weeks. And if you do it, you have a chance to win a prize. We're going to reveal it. Hopefully next week we'll know. Um, we're looking to get uh, about 10% of our listener base in on this, and we're very close to that. So if we do hit it, we might cut it off. Um, but just go fill it out and get a chance to win something cool. And like always, uh, there's no wrong answers, but there's two uh, very important correct answers, as, and those are who's your favorite co-host? You, Mark, Fluffy, and Jashiro. And uh, what is Thatch? He's better roasted. Uh, also, please uh, leave comments. Comments are the best. Comments are life. <laughs> Um, and finally, if you'd like a fourth monthly podcast at Puckle, uh, go ahead and review us on iTunes. Currently, we're sitting at 226 reviews on iTunes, and uh, Snag is just waiting to be able to do his show, and we're going to need 250 before we can release it. Um, thanks to those of you who have reviewed us so far. Um, it definitely helps. It helps more people find us. And so if you guys could help us hit 250, that would uh, help Puckle out significantly. Because I think around January, you're going to see a major shift in the shows that we're putting out. Um, and this show will always be here, uh, just to keep it straight. But we're, we're looking, we might be doing more content with some crazy things going on. So that is it for the news. We are going to hit it over to the game show much later than I expected. <laughs> so let's go quiz our co-hosts. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We, of course, have our two co-hosts, Jushiro and Whimsicott. This is where we ask our co-hosts a few questions, and they compete for points. Uh, so now we actually have announced uh, prizes for the co-host for playing. Um, the winner of this round of Puckle's Pokey Quiz will be re- will be receiving a, uh, a a an exclusive Puckle hoodie. Uh, these these will the yeah. Etsy store for those of you listening now is going back online. It should be up by the time you guys are there. There are new shirts there. There's a uh, green Toro shirts. 
There's of course the old puckle shirt, but there's a there's a new puckle shirt with different colors. That's that's essentially it. Um, and then you've also got the course of the cola shirt on the store as well. So check that out. That is etsy.com slash shop slash puckle podcast. You can also get there from pucklepodcast.com slash uh, or, and then click on the store link. So please check that out if you get a chance. Uh, because oh, man, the every time you buy a shirt, it helps out the podcast. Just think about it that way. There should be some more stuff there by then, too. We'll find out. Uh, so, uh, yep. So, Puckle Hoodie, that's what you guys are playing for. Currently, Jushiro is a tied for first with Bosephus, so we'll see uh, if maybe he can come out on top. Gator is in a close second with nine points. Snag and Shamu are both tied for third place with five points. And Fluffiest and Maximus are tied for fourth place with four points. So let's see how we can shake things up today. Of course, as always, lower your browsers. You guys can't use that information. You have to use your innate Pokemon knowledge. And It's okay. <laughs> my my plushies will tell me the answers. <laughs> They're Pokemon. They know this stuff. And, and Fluffy doesn't need medication at all. And as of course, as always, you get one minute to answer each question. And uh, you have one hint as well. Um, so we will go ahead then and ask question number one. Uh, hopefully this is easy. I'm not 100% sure if it is. What is the only region where you cannot find any vending machines? You can find them in Unova. You can find them in... Uh, uh, Johto and Kanto, you can find them. Well, I have no idea if you can find them in Sinnoh. Uh, wow. Um, I think there are no vending machines in Kalos, actually. You sure? Do you remember any in Kalos? I don't, actually. But then again, I never pay attention to vending machines. I do, because it's so much more convenient to buy medicine from there. Mm. Let me think. Are there vending machines in Hoenn? Yes, there are on top of the store, yeah. I think. If there's a, if a, if it's a general market, then there is a vending machine. Ten there's seconds. A... I think it's Kalos. I think so, too. Is it big in Europe, vending machines? Not as much as in America. Okay, there we go. It has to be Kalos. <laughs> is that the final answer, Kalos? Yes. That is correct. <laughs> So that is that is one question down. Uh, so that's one point for you guys. All right. So we are gonna we're gonna go with a themed question here now. Uh, so Halloween's coming up. So I figured I'd ask you guys, which generation introduced the most dark type Pokemon? Oh gosh. Yeah. I feel like you can it's narrow not... out like two of them like right away. Yeah, it's not Gen or Gen two. Yeah. Because Gen 1 had zero, and Gen 2 had, like, two. Yeah. So Tyranitar. And Umbreon. Umbreon. So my Tina yes. in Hoenn. Okay, uh, so in Hoenn... Well, we can't go and count them, but eyeballing yeah. it, I'd say it's certainly not Kalos. I would say it's Unova. Because you have the entire Hydreigon line, Scrafty, uh, then Zoroark. you have uh, a Zoroark. Yeah, it has and to be Gen then 5. You have, um, I think there's something, the Crocodile line. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it, is has, Gen to 5. Be, it has to be Gen 5. All right. The, that is correct. 
Generation Ooh. 5 was the most, with 16 Dark-type Pokemon introduced. Um, Gen 1, obviously, was 0. But you were incorrect about Gen 2. It's like 6, actually. It's uh, Sneasel, Houndour, Houndoom, oh, Tyranitar, um, Murkrow, and uh, Tyranitar. I think Stay I tuned for our forgettable Pokemon on our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Houndour. I Houndour, mean, yeah. Not I forgot about him. Uh, all right. So moving on. So you got two points. I did not think you were going to get both of these. So you're you're farther ahead than I thought you'd be by now. Um, so wow. this question is a, fail now. <laughs> this question is uh, this question is your uh, bonus point question, but it's going to operate a little bit differently than your typical bonus point question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to ask you the question flat out, and then I will give you one hint for free. Uh, with this one, you don't. Have to, it doesn't use your uh, hint lifeline like it would typically. Uh, but it'll knock it down from two points to one point. Okay. Um, I, where I'll essentially give you more information for the question. All okay. right. Uh, and then, of course, you can still use your hint after that as well. So we're okay. going to jump right on in. Um, it's a very simple question. Um, you seen from Crystal Version is uh, chasing Soycoon. Um, what? Where's his hometown? You seen's hometown, not Soycoon's, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, is the Generations anime canon? <laughs> because <laughs> in Generations, he's from Acrotic City, but... No, no. In the games. I'm guessing in the game, it's different. Yes. Okay, I remember he him being friends with uh, the ghost-type gym leader from Violet City. Yeah. So that might be it. I'm gonna go with that. Uh, is that do you, okay? I'm gonna tell you that's wrong, and then I'm gonna give you more information. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and now the question's worth one point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, he's from Crystal and Heart Gold Soul Silver. Um, once you catch Soikun in Crystal version, he will go to his hometown's Pokemon Center, where you can talk to him while he awaits you to catch Entei and Raikou. Um, and in Harkold Soul Silver, you and he encounter Soikun very close to his hometown before you catch. Okay, Soikun. then he's from he's from Celadon City. That is correct. His hometown is Celadon City. Oh, uh, okay. So what you've seen is from Celadon City. It's an interesting factoid. I didn't know that until I was writing questions today. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, he is from Celadon yeah. City. Uh, so that's one point. So that's three points for you guys today. Um, nice. All cool. right. So in uh, question number four, then, let's just go right on in. Uh, in Generation 2, lure balls were introduced, and they had a blue color, as well as having a different mechanic than they did in Generation 4. Uh, when they were introduced in Generation 4, though, they changed the color of the lure ball. Uh, what color did they change it to? Um, it's, I think it's either... Hello, let's see... Um, let me, I have a mental picture of all the Pokeballs from an article I... <laughs> lure balls I are the ones that catch bug and water type, right? No, that's a net ball. Uh, no. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Lure balls uh, were uh, from the blue apricorns in Gen 2. Yeah, I think the only green apricorn ball left was the friend ball. I remember because I love green, but there weren't a lot of green Pokeballs. And, and I like to like color coordinate Pokeballs with Pokemon. That's interesting. Um, yes. So I think it 
like you said it, and I want to say yellow or red. Do you remember Jashiro? I have no idea. And, I, and oh, it's sad because I played Gen 2 so much, I just can't remember. This is actually Gen 4. This is Gen 4. Yeah, this in Gen 2 it was blue. Uh, in Gen I'm going to need an answer. Pick a color. Uh, go with your gut. Should I go for it? Yeah, go for it. I'll go with my gut, yellow. That is incorrect, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, the answer is actually green. They oh. changed it. <laughs> Oh, it was a green one. It was green. They changed it from oh. blue to green. Uh, unexplained why. And then Generation 5, they changed it back. Uh, <laughs> so if you why transfer... Why do I remember having another green Pokeball to choose from then? If you... Hmm. Uh, if you... Is it like a Because the lure ball was green? green. The lure ball is green. But is it like a mark green? What do you mean by mark green? The friend ball is marky green. Like dark I don't know what that green. Means. Uh, it's like a... It's, it's just... It's like a... I would say like a sea green, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I oh I, I only have like call. eight crayons okay. in the box. Okay. Uh, okay, you're you're a man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. I got yeah. I got eight yes. crayons in the box, and it's not a color of one of the cities in the Pokemon world. Okay. Yeah, I only know like seven <laughs> colors. So. <laughs> you're you're guys like I I bet you don't know what a peridot. No, yeah. color not at all. Is. No, baby, this yeah. is fuchsia. You mean pink? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, purple. Yeah. No, it's fuchsia. I give up. Yep. It's I'm magenta. Done. Oh god, stop. Okay. So the answer is green. Uh, they did change it back, and in oh, Gen Six as well, it's green. Uh, or not blue. Um, blue and it's blue in five and six. It's really weird. Uh, so, uh, final question. Uh, which ghost type Pokemon has the highest attack stat, highest base attack stat? As always, this includes Megas. I think it's Mega Bonnet, and uh-huh. if we answer this without the hint, we get the extra point, right? Fine. Yes. I'll make that a <laughs> You did it for Bo and Gator, so we have to... Yeah. Uh, I'm, like, I'm 95% sure it's Mega Bonnet. Jushiro? Yeah, me too. I'm actually pretty sure too. It's Mega Bonnet. That is the correct. Yeah. Uh, Bonnet is... Uh, is the uh, highest attack stat. It has a base 165 attack. Woo. And I'll give oh, you the yes. extra point because that's what you asked <laughs> Now nobody's going to use the hint. <laughs> um, okay, so that gives you five points this week. Um, so that actually bumps you guys up quite a bit. Um, so there are new standings now. So in first place is Jushiro with 15 points. Gracias, gracias. In second place, we have Bosephus with 10 points. Tied for third are Gator and Fluffiest with 9 points. In hmm. tied for fourth place, we have Professor Snag and Dr. Shamu with 5 points. And in seventh, Mr. Maximus with 4 points. And everybody else has yet to get on the board. So that's where we're at right now. Jushira is halfway to getting a puckle hoodie right now. Oh yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. So tune in next week to hear some more puckles, pokey quiz. We are going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you guys with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, And I wanted to let you know how you can improve your puckle experience. First, you can come to pucklepodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, 
and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome back, guys. Here we are with the topic. Our topic today are Pokemon that you've probably already forgotten about in Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> uh, it has been a wild ride of news these past few weeks, and I'm kind of getting tired of just doing newsy topics. Uh, and so, because I knew we were going to do a longer discussion about the news, uh, I figure we've been doing these uh, short topics in these weeks leading up, because we've only got, like, four more weeks until the sun and moon drop. So, yeah. just imagine, there's, gonna, there's at least going to be one more trailer before then, and not to mention we have the demo next week. So, that's three episodes uh, of unplanned content right now. One of them is probably going to be a trailer, and, you know, it's crazy. It's and we can finally move on to Gen 4 Confirmed. Oh my gosh, oh, no, please don't. Please. Oh no. <laughs> please don't. Uh and so let's uh let's dig on in because there's just I couldn't believe uh how many Pokemon I had forgotten were already announced in uh Pokemon Sun and Moon because of all of this news that we got. So, um I'm sure that some of you are gonna be like, I totally remember that Pokemon. It's my favorite reveal. Well, these are Pokemon I personally forgot about until quite recently. <laughs> um Alright, so because I originally wanted to do an episode on Pokemon and Sun and Moon uh, that we think should evolve or get evolutions. Well, I mean, we could still speculate this, right? But uh, then I just saw so many Pokemon I forgot about. So this it, it changed uh, changed topic. So uh, I think the first one to bring out is Kamala. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that was that. This was one of the first Pokemon revealed, and I 100% forgot about Kamala. Yeah. You, we haven't seen it like in the trailers you get a lot of pokemon that you see like battling the new ones they reveal and stuff like that kamala has been in none of these uh, yeah yeah he's it, only in like in the corner in a piece of art it's yeah i i really am excited for this pokemon though um it was great it was like it was like getting sun and moon news all over again when i went to the page to see the pokemon <laughs> uh, i was like oh yeah that's a pokemon i'm excited um I, he, I, I cannot get over the fact that they're revealing so much stuff beforehand that they are making this Pokemon forgotten before their game is even <laughs> right. Like I forgot, I legitimately forgot about Kamala, and Me I mean, too. he's hugging this little log, and he's so adorable. How do I, I forget know. about him? Uh, he also has the ability Comatose, uh, which allows it, which <laughs> prevents him from having any kind of status condition except for sleep. Which is really silly, and I hope I I honestly hope he gets an evolution to like a Conkledur version of a koala bear, where he smacks things with like two logs. Well, I I hope or a koala in a hammock. Ooh, no, I'm hoping oh. for I'm hoping for like a koala. Um, maybe it's like one of those guys from uh, I am gonna be somewhat racially insensitive here from uh from Scotland. You? I believe nah. from Scotland where they like throw the logs. That's yeah, Scotland, I right? Know. Yes, it is. Okay, good. I got it right. Uh, <laughs> I, I I want him to I want him to evolve into a bigger koala wearing a kilt with a log that he's about to throw. That would I, actually be really cool, right? I I I it's you know. When you dress Pokemon, things always get weird. I'm down with I mean, okay, no, it's not it's not weird anytime Pokemon get uh get clothing because Rowlet wears a bow tie. 
Machamp. Yeah. Argument closed. Okay, that one. That one's weird. Um, Have you guys seen the meme where it's like sleeping with your with your Pikachu? Cute. Sleeping with your Machoke? Weird. Yeah, it is. It's definitely weird. <laughs> Other Pokemon that we might have forgotten about. Um, I think on my list is Drampa next. Drampa. Really? I, I forgot about him because yeah, he's of. just he's like this normal dragon, and he didn't get like a lot of fanfare when he was revealed. You know. Um, he's because just this he derpy, normal dragon all, type. Like nine other Pokemon. Yeah, that was the problem. I mean, I feel I feel like all the Pokemon I'm addressing right now were just revealed very early on, and they yes. just they just haven't talked about them since. And that's true. So Drampa, like, I I also think he should have like a pre-evolution or an evolution of some sort. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I would like him to be a not single stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can see he a pre-evolution could, for him. He could possibly end up being like the Dunsparce of this. It would also be really cool if he evolved from Dunsparce. Just throwing that out there. They oh. have very similar coloring. They but do they actually. don't look anything like each other. They yeah. look so like each other. Wouldn't it be In so much just wouldn't it be so nice nice for uh Dunsparce to evolve into Drampa? Also, no. Drampa gets Sap Sipper? What is this nonsense? <laughs> We'd have another Remoraid Octillery situation on my hand, and I haven't gotten over that, and it's been like 18 years since Gen 2. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's very fair. Ooh, I have one. Okay. Um, this Pokemon, it's not that it's... Uh, I've forgotten. I just forgot that this Pokemon is Gen 7 at all, and it's Magirna. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. yes. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> this is because it's out in the TCG already. Yeah, the card's out. We can this. play it, and it's like, wait. But every time I pull up the new Pokemon page in Cerebi.net, it's like, wait, Magirna is Gen Seven. That's right. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, right. We haven't even gotten the movie for that yet, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, I want to watch the movie. Okay, give me the movie, Nintendo. I know it's dubbed. Okay, <laughs> I know just it's dubbed. Disappoint me already, Nintendo. I just wanted to be disappointed again. Yeah, just now. I have one that was revealed very recently and that everyone has already forgotten about except me Which for one? a very specific reason. Is it Morlal? Yep. I, yes. I, I, I just, I, would, I, I have that one written down as well. Uh, yes, Morlal, <laughs> totally forgettable because, I mean, it needs to evolve or something. It's, it's just nothing special. There's like nothing I mean, the special only about it at all. Special thing about it is that it stole exclusivity from Whimsicott typing. Yes. So there's nothing cool about it. I, in my opinion, at least, maybe there's like that one guy that's like, "Man, I'm super hyped for Morlol," and I like to imagine him being a giant biker, and he's just like, "Morlol's my favorite," and it's just oh like, God. "I'm gonna get a tattoo of Morlol," and then. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cute, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Nobody <laughs> knows. Nobody knows. Another one, uh, Wimpod. Anybody forget oh. about Wimpod? Because well, yeah. his ability is awful and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves when it mean... goes beyond, like, below, like, a half. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll raise your Wimpod with okay. Minior. Minier, I did not forget about Minier, and for one specific reason. The Japanese uh, trailers. Not the Japanese trailers. Uh, they really, before that came out, they actually, well, no, it was in Japan first, never mind. Uh, they, but when they're doing those trailers with, like, the characters from Japan, which they should definitely do a third of, if they haven't already. And I assume they did. 
Um, they are so adorable. They, oh my gosh. When I watched it with Misty, she cried. I'm not I even cried. kidding. She Aww. cried a lot. She cried because she's like, like it's scene, so sad. I'm just the like being with Meteor, I, I there were buckets involved. I it swear. It means shooting star. Yes, <laughs> I that shot. And that I cannot forget Minior for that reason. Me too, but I'm assuming most people don't watch the Japanese YouTube, so Well, it's on the US YouTube now. There's it, it's it I mean it's all in the same language anyway cuz I have no idea what video you guys are talking about. Okay, so there you are two videos. So you remember the Japanese trailer? Yeah. Uh origi- the original Japanese Sun and Moon trailer? I don't think like, it's Why didn't we get that one? So they've released that on the US Pokémon channel and yeah. but also before then there was a there's there's like an episode 2 to this trailer where like they play Sun and Moon and like the Japanese got kid gets really upset because he's like losing all these Pokemon battles, and oh, like yes, his, yes, yes. his no, friend is just about. like ha ha ha, and like all playfully, not not anything like aggressive. Like, hey, I beat you. You're really bad today. And the kid just gets really upset, leaves, and like there's a whole thing about them like becoming friends again. Yeah, yeah. Like, now I know what what you're talking about. Yeah, th- yeah. For some reason, I was picturing all of this in game. No, I'm like I don't remember any of this. But yeah, yeah. yeah okay, the live action commercials. Yeah, those those are really good. I hope there's a third one. I really hope there's a third one. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a lunch one with that. Yeah, I I just hope there's another one because those are just amazing to watch. And to be fair, I they've only got to hype me up, or I just have to like keep my hype levels to a reasonable level until for like the next four and a half weeks, and everything will be good. Yeah, because um, I'm just trying to satiate it. Because like this week we get the we get the uh, demo. The week after that, the 3ds drops. Mm-hmm. Um, and which, the, uh, evolution uh, comes out too. Yeah, Evolution. Well, I'm gonna go to a pre-release for that next week, actually, and mm-hmm. there, along with the premiere challenge. Um, so, if anybody is in Ohio and wants to go to one of those, let me know. Uh, I'll be there. And then, um, move. But yeah, yeah. There's just so much. Um, anything else you guys think is forgettable? Because <laughs> I, well, I have like at, one more. <laughs> at this point, I think maybe. Um, I mean, I know people are super hyped about it online, but mm-hmm. honestly, Salandit. Yeah, I agree. I think Salandit, I forget about Salandit all the time. Me too. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I He definitely, he's another one that I think needs an evolution of some sort. No, for sure. It definitely needs an evolution. Now, I have one that it's not that I have forgotten. It's that I wish I could forget but because of the circumstances we're going through right now. We are on, we're constantly reminded of it and that's gumshoes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why? It, I, Donald Trump's paying Nintendo. That's why. <laughs> um, it's just it's, it's just really campaign advertising. Forget this Pokemon. It's campaign advertising <laughs> at this point. I mean, and it's not. And it's this has nothing to do with political no. uh, anything. It's just that they look so alike, and I know they it must not be intentional. But come on. Yeah, the coincidence is. Well, Gumshoes is going to be huge. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> and the fact that the pre-evolution was called Yungus doesn't help either. Yeah. You know what? There, there's one Pokemon I wish I could forget. Which one? Because I dislike its design immensely. Okay. It's Tartanator. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Tartanator is almost forgettable in itself. 
Uh, it is rather I, I mean I wish I could forget it it's so ugly that I can't forget it even though it is forgettable and it doesn't even look like a Pokemon to me I was gonna yeah. say this Turtonator looks more like a yokai ah uh, you this are kind of right look, yeah yeah looks like a fake Pokemon yeah, yeah it looks he like de- he definitely looks straight like a out yokai, of a yokai game. you mentioned it yeah I'm thinking yokai watch yeah to be fair the entire game apparently with the reviews that are coming out uh, because you know the press got to play it they're saying it, it. The game feels like Yokai Watch. Yeah. Um, which I'm not surprised with. We, you and I talked about this previously about how, like, you know, they're definitely feeling pressure from Yokai Watch. Mm-hmm. You can't really blame Nintendo. I mean, they- well, to be fair, like Yokai Watch isn't didn't take off in the U.S. and I, I didn't think it would. Uh, it's just because it's very culturally Japanese, where mm-hmm. Pokemon is definitely much more universal. Mm-hmm. But but it already has the Pokemon name, so they're sure that in the U.S. it's going to sell more. They have to make exactly. sure they regain Japan back. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you 100%. Yep. Um, and I'm not saying this is bad at all. Like, this mm-hmm. is 100% what Yokai Watch was supposed to do with Pokemon. It was supposed and, to push it to make it yeah. a better game. And maybe you can agree with me that since you and me are probably the only ones in the uh, in the whole puckle that play Yokai Watch. Yo- <laughs> the, the one I haven't bought the second one. Let's... I haven't either. Uh, but the one thing that I really dislike about Yokai Watch was the fighting mechanics, the yeah, fight, the, the combat, right? It's awful. I, I, so I, I hate I Pokemon hate the doesn't have that. Yeah, exactly. Literally, literally, the one thing that would have made Yokai Watch better, they they needed to do like one small tweak. If they would have had a capture mechanic like Pokemon, yeah, instead of like your standard like um what what game was it? I would say it's Monster Hunter. Um, yeah, it's like Monster Hunter where they like randomly join you. Um, what, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't no, specifically no, no. Monster Hunter. It was Monster Hunter. Um, it was the Monster Hunter that was Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> I didn't play that one. Um, but um, it, it was from everything, like the nineties. Yeah, everything other than the capture mechanic and the fighting mechanic, Yokai was really good. I mean, the 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 story went around pretty well, and everything was pretty good. So it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing that uh, Pokemon is taking from that, as long as they leave the combat and the capture mechanic. What makes yeah. it Pokemon? Yeah, exactly. If they would have, if they would have had a better capture mechanic in Yokai Watch, I would have, I, I would have been scared of it. But when mm-hmm. I got there, and I'm like, oh, this is just standard RPG, randomly yeah. doing you. Uh, this isn't gonna fly, you know. Um, I, I, I don't think this is gonna take off at all because the monsters aren't as easily accessible. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's I, all luck. But we, we could save that for another episode, another time. <laughs> in our uh, review of Sun and Moon. In our, re- well, I mean, I, I can't wait for Sun and Moon to drop. I'm so hyped for this. You don't even understand. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm basing my life around that weekend. Uh, right <laughs> the like, same I'm, here. I already said that I'm stacking up in uh, snacks, a really hot blanket, and some adult beverages. And I'm probably not gonna even remember what I played in Sun and Moon by Monday. But that's my weekend right well, there. So uh, I, I am lucky enough to be in one of the best relationships ever um, with with Misty. <laughs> and so like our lives revolve around very, very little things. Um, and the one thing that we do do is we're very good about just like doing our own thing. And like, uh, she, it's, it's like having a, like a really good roommate that you've known for a while. And mm-hmm. so like she gets into video games. She plays way more games than I do. And like I focus on Pokemon, you know? <laughs> so like mm-hmm. I play Pokemon things, the occasional yokai watch and fire emblem, you know? Uh, and, <laughs> and once every five years, apparently Zelda. Um, and so. So, you know, we'll just go do our own thing. I'll go, like, work on something uh, on the uh, in the office. She'll go play her game. And then, you know, a couple hours later, I'll walk downstairs and be like, you want to order a pizza? Sure, I'll order a pizza. 
so I know ex- absolutely what's happening that weekend. Um, we're going to record like we always do uh, when games come out. On We're going to do our two-hour show at like 2 o'clock on that Saturday. And then afterwards, I'm going to go sit on my couch downstairs. We're going to order a pizza. And I'm just going to play Pokemon the rest of that weekend. Uh, <laughs> 100% yeah. what's happening. You know, I'm probably a terrible person because my boyfriend occasionally has to go away for most of the weekend mm-hmm. due to work things. And I'm praying and praying and praying that the weekend sun and moon drops is going to be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a terrible girlfriend, I know. It's fine, it's fine. Just indoctrinate him. Uh, I know I know you've tried and it didn't work, but it's fine. I Whatever. mean, it's not I didn't even try because he he's just really not into this. Thing. Yeah, that's fine. It's not for everyone. The lifestyle's not for everyone. All right. Yeah. That's it for the topic today, guys. We are going to take a short break, take it to commercial, and then we'll come back at you with the Pokémon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Have you been having a hefty hankering for some hot to pout on ham for eight eighty eight, or maybe some delicious deli bird deli sandwiches for only four ninety nine? Well, if so, hop your way on over to the Ryehorn Steakhouse for all of our all you can eat specials. Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. And welcome back to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex 457, Lumineon, the Neon Pokemon. Its Pokemon Diamond Pokedex entry states, It lives on the deep sea floor. It attracts prey by flashing the patterns on its four tail fins. And now I want you all to pull out a picture of Lumineon if you're not driving. (laughs) <laughs> and to look this thing in the face and to realize that this thing has prey. It's like, it's like so it's a, mellow. It's <laughs> a hunter. It eats living thing. Okay. I mean, yeah. how? <laughs> what what this is Pokemon, going on? This Pokemon looks like it's native to Colorado or Washington. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. Yes, I think I get what you mean. Also, <laughs> also, in addition, it's like, uh, so looking at this move pool and, uh, trying to figure out what niches it can fill in, uh, in competitive play, uh, it looks like Lumineon, uh, like, even the developers forgot about it because I think they were going to make it a water flying type and then just stopped, uh, and <laughs> yeah. because it's just got access to all of these water and flying type moves. I, I assume it has something to do with its design. Uh, yes, because the fins look like butterfly wings. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's based on a freshwater butterfly fish. Uh, that's what it looks like. Uh, and so I guess I—I I mean, they could have made it the water bug type. Even that would have been really cool, right? That would have been sweet. Yeah. Uh, Luminion's like a bunch of missed opportunities right now. It gets U-turn, signal beam. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Silverwind. So yeah. yeah, it was okay, guys. Let's make it a water flying type. No, you know what? I think it should be a water bug type. And no, water flying. No, water bug. Shut up. It's gonna be a plain water type. No, 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 no. Before they finished the argument, they forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it also has it has access to defog, which is really interesting. So I mean, I, that's probably the only good thing it's for. Um, it is- has a base speed of ninety one, and its special attack is sixty nine. 
Uh, Again, everything you're saying comes back to it's native to Colorado and Washington. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's Um, forgettable. It can learn defog. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's just – so I think that's like probably the only way to go with it is to run defog on it. Um, It doesn't have access to storm drain as an ability, which is awesome because that gives it immunity to uh, water-type moves and at the same time boosts its special attack when it comes in on a water-type move. So that's really cool. I would say stick with storm drain. I, I would probably just try to bulk it up a little bit because there's you're not attacking with it and it's not very bulky. But you can you can run 252 HP and then probably max out its defense as well just to hopefully get somewhere there. Um, run Defog on it. Um, I would say maybe a bold nature. Just get those defenses up. Oh my gosh, the defenses are so bad. Well, um, if you run Scald, you can hope you get the burn. Yeah, no, you. I would definitely say run Scald, Defog. Those are like two things you have to have on one of these sets. Um, you can get some bug type coverage, but bug is still not a very good type. Um, no. <laughs> you can, well, you can if, try going for Signal Beam. If you need speed control, it gets both but tailwind. Tailwind, it gets tailwind and Ice Wind. So. I, would, I would even say go for some Tailwind. I mean, Tailwind's really a cool option there. That you can go with, and then you could U-turn out and go into something else to take advantage of the tailwind. Um, I, I think that might be the way to go. Uh, and hold leftovers, just don't die. Like that—that's Luminion's like. That's Luminion's thing. Like, come in, get rid of these entry hazards. Maybe set up tailwind, and then just get out. You know, <laughs> that yeah. those are your options there. It's so uh, sad. I it mean, can bounce yeah. out because it has bounce. Yeah. <laughs> What is this Pokemon? I don't know what this Pokemon is. I honestly don't. It gets payback. Whoa, it's shiny is really cool, though. It's like a cool, like, goldish color. No, I like blue over gold any day. It's a cool, it's a cool, I mean, it's one of the better shinies. Um, by saying one, it's one of the better shinies, it's not puke green, and it's not pink. Like It's sand brown. I'm cool with it. I'm down. I'm not. I'm down with it. <laughs> I, I I really just don't have an opinion. Uh, go on to the, the what about the TCG section? This Pokemon is so forgettable that it's even been forgotten in the current uh, rotation. Uh, literally, only three cards ever has ever been printed for this card, and we're gonna talk about the most recent one, which is the Phantom Forces Luminian. And what else can I say other than it's just exactly what you expect from a Luminian card? It has 80 HP for a stage one. It has one attack. One colorless energy, neon sights. You can search your deck for up to two Pokemon, uh, reveal them, and put them on your bench, uh, uh, on your hand, I'm sorry, which uh, kind of allows you to get evol- uh, evolutions as well. And then it has one attack, water, pulse, 30 damage, and uh, your opponent active is now asleep. It is a nothing card. Uh, not even, there's I, just nothing competitive about this. Okay, so I was looking at the other cards, and I'm not going to say this one's much better, but it does look better, um, at least at a glance. Uh, the Luminion from Stormfront. That's yeah. such an old set. Uh, <laughs> um, that, that is the, that is the second most recent card. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it has a pokey power. This is how far back we're going. Oh, uh, yeah. Called Finluster. Uh, once during your turn, if Luminion is your active Pokemon, you may look at your opponent's hand. If your opponent's bench isn't full, choose one basic Pokemon from your opponent's hand and put it onto his or her bench. Then switch it with the defending Pokemon. This power can't be used if Illuminion's effective by special condition, whatever, blah. But for no energy, it can do quick swim for no energy. I, I, absolutely none. 
where you're allowed to choose one of your opponent's Pokemon and do 20 damage to it for funsies. Um, and then for one water energy, you can do Elegant Swim, which is flip a coin. If heads prevent all attacks, uh, all effects of attacks, including damage done to Luminion during your opponent's next turn. Now, it'd be fun if this card was, like, still in rotation, because I feel like it could work really well with, like, Mega Alakazam or something. But with with the quick uh, swim, with not requiring energy. I mean, I, I don't know where to start. I mean, yes. Yeah, the tell me why I'm the- wrong. Please. No, no, no. You're not wrong in said that this is not exactly a, a bad card. Uh, the ability is actually pretty good. Uh, it, it, I was not, I was ignoring up to the part where it says you, then you can switch it with the defending Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's actually quite interesting. The problem is that you need to have this to be your active, and that kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, what's the retreat cost on this? Um, none. Zero. Oh, then it's not bad at all. Uh, it's actually not a bad card. Also, uh, the name of the Japanese set, as always, was much better. Um, instead of Stormfront in English, it was called Intense Fight in the Destroyed Sky. Um, yeah. Can Whoa. we just get these names? Can we get these names, please? Like, no. I don't know why they changed it. They're just so much awesome in, in Japanese. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's that's Luminion for you guys. Um, I mean, <laughs> do, you, do you want trivia? There's... there's it's actually good. Okay, so Finion, Luminion's pre-evolution, can learn Nature Power via TM in Generation 6. But Luminion can't. It's like they <laughs> forgot to let it learn this TM. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's just nuts. Um, fun, fact, okay. fun fact, though, if the theory that has been true before holds that everything you see in the trailers in the Sun and Moon games is going to be in the Alola Pokedex. Luminion is going to be in the Alolan Pokedex. It's not completely forgotten. I'm telling, I'm telling you now, if we get Luminion and we don't get Whimsicott, there's gonna be bloodshed. <laughs> I mean. All right. Oh, so that is, that is it for, uh, for this episode of, or this this poke of the episode, we are gonna take a we are gonna switch on over, guys, to the mailbag. But before that, if you want to check out any more cool po- Pokemon trivia, check out thepokepodcast.com because that is where all of our writers are writing articles every week that have interesting Pokemon trivia. So check that out. Also, if you want to check out more about Luminion, I think sometimes I fly will put something on the subreddit. So check that out. <laughs> if he doesn't forget, if, if he doesn't forget, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we are going to go right to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. And welcome to the mailbag. As always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. <laughs> and as always, uh, for those of you who are new to the show, this is the segment where we read listener emails. You can send them in at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically have some kind of prompt. Uh, last week it was jokingly, why Thatch sucks. Um, 
And also, I forgot to put a real one in, but I put one in the show notes, which was, uh, what is your favorite ghost type Pokemon? It is the month of October, so it's the month of the ghost types. So, let's dig on in then. Uh, let's see. This is, our first one is going to be from, uh, Alice from Yanova. So, greetings, Puckle. This is Alice with a new mailbag. My favorite ghost type Pokemon is either Sableye or Rotom. Those two are two of my favorite Pokemon. My prediction for this upcoming meta is that it will be overrun with Dayform Megal, uh, which you can, which you will only get by evolving Nightform Dartrix in Pokemon Sun. Obviously, evolving Dayform Dartrix in Sun will give you a completely different Pokemon. In case it wasn't super obvious, my pet, super unlikely theory, is that each of the starters will have four possible stage twos. Is it a pipe dream? Yes. A good dream? Absolutely. From Midwest Unova, Alice. Have you guys heard that theory yet? I've heard that they that supposedly there is a mechanic, evolution mechanic that it's shared uh, with the starters with the um, oh my god, with already, Rockruff. But yes, with Rockruff. That all came from a slight mistranslation. Did it? Yeah, I mean, it, the Koro Koro page said uh, the starters like Rockruff have a secret. But it didn't ah. say it was the same secret or, or that it was related to evolution. That makes sense to me, though. Um, okay. So... I can believe it yeah, was a translation I, issue. I I, I, I was always of the mind that it didn't, like, I don't know the best way to put it, but it, I, I, that it wasn't that they were going to get two forms. That would make sense for starters. Yeah, I mean, when we got the official Rockruff revelation about the midnight and midday form, I thought if this was something that applied to the starters as well, we would have gotten the announcement for the starters. Because the yeah. starters are the things that most people are most hyped well, for. Well, you know, the starters aren't going to get that treatment, you know? It's, uh... Yeah, there's, there's not going to get that treatment because... They they don't they're not going to reveal the final forms of the starters before the games drop. They didn't do that with Gen are Six. They, they haven't done that I'm, before. I mean, well, we're I mean, they haven't re- point, they haven't revealed more Pokemon. So much stuff that I, I'm not even sure about that. They they haven't revealed more Pokemon than they did before X and Y. I mean, just to put that in that, put that in like but, but X and Y context. was terrible in that regard. What do you mean? We had nothing left. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't. We gi- they didn't give us the starter evolutions before the game came out. I know, but I mean, there wasn't really much left to discover. In yeah, this but game. you could discover the starter evolutions, <laughs> which I think, but, which is my point. That's my only point I'm trying to make. But so going around back to the fact that they may have two evolutions each. I mean, why not? Uh, I, I think like it, it would be interesting to have. Yeah, you, you chose Rowlet as your starter Pokemon, but hey, in the same line as Rowlet, you have two extra options. So it will create even more of a branch for you to say, hey, I want to restart this game, play it all over again with Rowlet again, just choosing the other evolution. Mm. I mean, I find it, I, I would be hyped, completely hyped on that. Uh, I just wish it wasn't like Ruck Rough where it's version exclusive. That's where I'm against. I don't want to have to have Routlet from Sun and Moon to get the evolution I want. I just want it to be, hey, if you evolve it at night, you have one evolution. If you evolve it at day, you have another. Yeah. That's my only thing. I'm really surprised at the t- how they handled Rockruff, but we can move on. 
We can move on. I'm going to make Jushiro get this next one, though. So, wait, no. Mm, yeah, Jushiro, you get this next one. From uh, uh, this a one pinky's you... bitten for an ape. Okay. Insane. So, hello, some. It's uh, Pinky Bit Insane Infernape. Back for another mailbag answer of Questions Insanity. Upon listening to the mailbag segment of the podcast, at least three times I have concluded that the only proposed mailbag segment of this week was Tell Thatch Why He Sucks. I have no definitive answer for this, but I would assume it is because he's human. Uh, I can uh, uh, tell you right now he is not. Uh, but we will continue with the mail. Nobody else puts out Pokemon content like I do. Okay. <laughs> Humans suck because of their tendencies to kill and hurt uh, people that look or act different as well as trapping them or and other sentient beings like Dutch's opinion about Hawaii. Uh, oh, however. Whoa, I didn't think that at all. <laughs> I think he's referring to my cats. Oh, yeah, yeah. However, it, it will be harder for us. Uh, for us Pokemon to organize an uprising with the introduction of pretty cool islands in P- in the PC. Perhaps I've misinterpreted this, and you're asking why humans are able to suck. I would assume that the great god Arceus, now we know, uh, envisioned this future where the use of straws is relatively widespread among humans, restaurants, and gave <laughs> and gave humans the ability to <laughs> suck well in advance. That's I hope I. Good. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> pun. Yeah. I su- I hope I sufficiently answered the mailbag question in a way that doesn't sound well, just a pinky beat crazy. I will now update you all on the quest to become a competitive, viable, and potentially con- continental winning Infernape. I figure I would three I figured I have three routes to becoming a world-renowned Pokemon: Pokin, TCG, and VCG. Uh, I'm not likely to get added to Pokken, but I maintain hope that someday I will be. In the TCG, I'm alright, but really, peaked back in black and white Plasma Storm. So I will still be competitive uh, in the VGC. What a lovely community it is when, uh, when it isn't hating on firefighting types. Speaking of which, should Datrix evolve into a firefighting type... I will welcome him with open arms, as I suggest all of you do. He looks pretty intimidating. <laughs> anyway, that's a pinky beat insane Infernape signing off and realizing that the, bag, the mailbag question was in the show notes. My favorite ghost type is Spirit Tom. Thanks, as always, for running a great podcast and providing high-quality weekly entertainment. Wonderful. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you Shout for writing out. in. Hmm? <laughs> Alrighty. And uh, just just to say, Infernape is one of my favorite starters. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Sometimes I Fly. I'm going to give that one to Fluffiest. All right. Hello, Paul crew. It's Sometimes I Fly. I took a few weeks off, and boy, am I excited to be back. Before I begin, I would like to give a shout out to my new friend, Archie. I really enjoyed our battle last week. I think the Generations Tournament has been a great success, and it is only just getting started. A few weeks ago, Lilligant was the Pokemon of the episode, and I am glad it was featured because, as I mentioned in my Reddit article, Lilligant is awesome. Yes, it is. One thing I would like to highlight is that all of its dance moves have a potential for a jaw-droppingly talented double steam with Oricorio and its ability Dancer. <laughs> On to the mailbag, which is the reason I finally wrote in again, because Ghost is my favorite type. <clears throat> For the curse of a ghost, there is not a cure. 
So beware my mansion, fraught with chandelier. Make haste at the sound of a pump kaboo, or it will be a trap, or, or it will trap you forever with a choice scarf switcheroo. The halls are alight with litwicks and lampant. The garden is haunted by phantom and trevenant. Even the appliances are not safe for Moto, and the toy room is home to a shot but sitcom. But if you do manage to escape, you best escape far, because if you look to your shadow, you might see Gengar. I love Bravo. Harley Quinn. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo to sometimes I fly. Yeah. I love really the stories, but I love them even more when I can make them about Pokemon. My favorite episode from the anime is when Ash goes to the tower to catch a ghost type to beat Sabrina and runs into Gengar, Hunter, and Ghastly. My favorite Pokemon is Gengar. My other Galvish favorites are Bonette and Gorgeist. Even my excitement for Sun and Moon continues to build since all the new ghosts are full of character and I can't wait to have them on my team. Until next time, sometimes I trick-or-treat away. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That was a great email. Yeah, that was. Uh, all right. Uh, so I'm not going to take this next one. I'm going to make Jushiro do it because it is from Dennis, the DDG Maniac. Hey, my brother from the same island. Hi, Patch and co-host. How are you guys been? I am, is this I, Dennis the DG Maniac, ready for a great ghost and dark Pokemon month? I'm sure am. Also, the Darkrai code is Darkrai20? Yeah, is it's Darkrai20. Uh, so, like, if you haven't gotten the Darkrai for, from, like, the GameStop event, you can oh. still get it by downloading it with that code. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. I did also, that just the other day. Also, I'm going to riot if the starters are like Ruckruff and if Litten last evolution is firefighting. I will burn in never-ending rage. Favorite ghost? That's a silly question and a simple answer. I love them all. But I will mention some of my VGC MVPs. Dusclubs, Cofagrigus, Bennett, and Gengar. And my new baby, Mimikyu. <laughs> well, that is all. Spook you all next time. Uh, sent from my ghostly partner, Grotom Dex. Oh, Dennis. man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, have you guys seen the leaks or the Chinese? I'm going to put leaks in quotes of the starter evolutions. I've yes. seen one of them fully, one of them kind of, and I always try to look away from Rowlets because I think <laughs> they are real and I don't want to be fully. Spoiled. I don't think they're real. I, I'm like 50% though right now. Um, I am like 99% sure they are real for two reasons. Okay, go for it. One, you told me Mallow was like vaguely similar. No, it is absolutely Mallow in the I'm picture. saying vaguely. I'm still a fan no, of vaguely. No, 100% Mallow. And second, if you now that we have the, the first stage evolutions, you can see elements yeah, friend, yeah. mm -hmm. of the design of the second stage evolution inside the third, the, the second stage evolution. I don't yeah. like are, that he loses his tie. Line, it doesn't work. They line, the, the tie becomes the hood. I don't like it. Yep. Does it make sense? He needs, an, he needs to keep the bow tie. The, uh, um, the uh, I forgot uh, Litten's evolution. Um, it's a name? wrestler. It's fine. No, no, no. I mean the middle one. What's the name? Uh, Toracat. Toracat does have an affinity see. to kick and punch people, and that's yeah. the only reason I think it's real. And uh, yeah, it's it's paws, its little legs are pretty buffed. The symbol that Litten has on its forehead, it is repeated all over the evolution line. Mm. 
-hmm. It's like on the Final Evolution's back and chest, and everything lines up perfectly. Like, look at Dartrix. Dartrix has those two little yeah. arrow point thingy on its wing. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like it lines up too perfectly. Like, if you jump from the unevolved starters to the ones in the leaks, you can have a lot of doubt. I'll give you that. But if you put the first stage evolution in the middle, it lines up too perfectly. I am sure they are real. We'll see in a month. Uh <laughs> but it's yeah, going mean, to be okay because there's going to be a secondary evolution for each one and that's <laughs> going to be the surprise. I mean, I hope so because I was really hyped for Litten after... I'm hoping like, the surprise is I... that they used all of those Pokemon to make uh, Type Null. Mm, yeah, that was a good theory, too. I also, uh, someone mentioned that in Reddit, because people are looking at the evolution for Linden, it's like, obviously, it has to be a firefighting. But someone came up with a good explanation in Reddit. Oh, saying, yeah, like, I, well, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's not a firefighting. Maybe it's a fire dark because it's a wrestler, but it obviously looks like a bad wrestler. So it's a heel wrestler, which are the bad guys mm-hmm. in wrestling. So that would make it, that could be a perfect excuse for making it fire dark instead of okay also they they have to know at this point if they make it fire fighting they're gonna have like a riot like yeah you can't have another fire fighting starter uh but okay we'll keep going here i want to see (laughs) i want to see poplio go fire or water fairy i want to see i hope so too yeah um but yeah here we go so this next one is from or this last one for today uh we're gonna wrap it up here uh we're gonna we're gonna go here with uh from Agent Damien. Hey, Puckle. I never stopped to consider which ghost type would be my favorite. I really like Mimikyu, but I suppose I have to say my favorite is Hone Edge. His Pokedex entry is like something out of a creepy fanfic. It reads, apparently this Pokemon is born when a departed spirit inhabits a sword. It attaches itself to people and dra- drinks their life force. I find something sinister and appealing about it. Maybe one day I can come back as a ghost sword that tricks people into picking me up and drink their life force. More appetizing than a green Tauros. Cough, cough, hint, hint. <laughs> as for competitive play, Hone Edge's evolution, Aegislash, is pretty awesome, and I got I got to see some time on my team a couple years ago. Well, I better get back to work. I don't I wouldn't want the boss to think I was leaking top secret Team Rocket Intel. Catch you on the flip flop. Agent Damien, Team Rocket Operative. Viridian Jim R&D, one Viridian Way, Viridian City, Kanto Region, 1-800-EVIL-ORG, Extension 6. <laughs> uh, uh, P.S. I will be at uh, VGC Regionals in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Al- Athens, Georgia, Collinsville, Illinois. I'll be at that one with Bo, actually, um, and Misty. Roanoke, Virginia. I There's like a 50% chance I'll be at that one. And, of course, Nationals, uh, which we may all be at. I don't know yet. Uh we haven't decided PuckleCon plans yet. Because uh, we have no idea when Nationals will we be. We don't know what Nationals well, is. And well, if Nationals also is because a- there's no Nationals anymore. It doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah well, what he, okay, like, but the International American. Challenge. Yeah. Um, if, the there's a, if there's an International Challenge, that so, like, there's some problems. Like, if it's the same weekend I think it's going to be, uh, there's, like, a 50% chance, like, I won't be in town. Uh, uh, or I won't be in town until like the Friday night or something like that. And it's okay. I will hang with Misty. You're boring anyway. We're all gonna go see to see Watson anyway. I think that, but I do love Misty, and this was the roast patch email. Oh man! 
So yeah, that there there's some issues with Fuckle. We'll find out when FuckleCon is this year. Well, we're gonna once once the internationals announced, we'll have a conversation about it. Um. So as for that though, that is that the mailbag this week. So first of all, Green Taurus badge. I want to give it to uh Agent Damien mostly because he, oh, he, yes. he dropped the hint. The address and the address is just amazing. So yeah. Uh, there you go, Agent Damien. You get the Green Taurus badge. Submit for it on the website. Um, in addition, if you guys want to email in next week uh, at PucklePodcast at gmail.com, you can answer the question, what Pokemon have you forgotten about? Any Pokemon. It doesn't need to be Gen 7. Uh, so send that in uh, to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, further, as always, if you could follow us on social media at Puckle, uh, at Puckle Podcast on Twitter, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash pucklepodcast. Tumble with us on Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com and also check out our subreddit because that's where everybody's doing awesome things, including sometimes I fly, so check that out, r slash puckle. Of course, follow us on Twitch because we're going to be streaming some Sun and Moon, you can believe it. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow us at the Puckle Podcast. Uh, the V is very important. It's twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Uh, in addition, if you could review us on iTunes, that would be great. Snag would really like to do his show, and we would need 250 iTunes reviews to do it. Currently, as I said, we are sitting at 226. Let me click the update, make sure that that is not a lie. Uh, I am 100% right. All right, so we need 24, 24 more iTunes reviews uh, to get there, so please do it, guys. And we'll put out that fourth monthly show for you. And I want to butt in to do a shameless pug and please uh, go listen to our uh, TCG cast, Puckle TCG cast. Oh, this month. Month. That's going to happen anyway. <laughs> and uh, please go to the survey. Uh, we, I, we hate to repeat the same thing over and over. But, oh, no, we uh, have to do the survey. It, yeah, if you go to the survey, uh, there's a section dedicated to our monthly shows. Uh, and if you want more TCG cast, please, that's the way you can convince our boss here to let us do a second <laughs> Uh, episode uh, every month and have it do uh, bi-weekly instead of once a month. Uh, so please go there, survey, give us your uh, absolutely honest uh, um Please do. Comments re- are very welcome. Yeah, and, uh, comments, if there's you, something you don't like, let us know so we maybe we can change it. And if it's mm-hmm. something that you want in the show, also let us know. Yeah, and of yeah, course, as, as always, comments, please do comments. That's pucklepodcast.com slash survey. Um, we're, and if you do fill it out, you are entered into a chance to win some kind of prize. Uh, we'll probably announce it next week so we have a better idea. So, I mean, if that's what's making you wait, I'd say still go do it because we might close it before then if we hit uh, the number we're looking for. So, And you have to hurry for two reasons. One is he may close it before. And two, you have to understand in the radio tower, there are two locked rooms. They hold Snag and Jushiro. The door to Jushiro's room is fed with tokens made for from printed out puckle surveys and comments about the TCG cast. <laughs> and the one that opens Nag's room is made from iTunes oh, okay. reviews. No, iTunes reviews tokens. And in order to liberate them, we had to feed Inot tokens through those doors. And I, I didn't see a window there. <laughs> there's none there's none and he only lets me out once my, a month my to go take a train all the way over to goldenrod city record the tcj cast and immediately have to get the train back into this room right now they are only alive because my whimsicott has been using its infiltrating abilities to sneak under the door and bring them berries but the berries get squashed because they are not as flexible as the whimsicott please save these poor souls I need solids in my body. All right, guys. 
<laughs> so as always, thank you for listening. Uh, that has been our show this week. So I am Trainer Thatch. I am the fluffiest whimsy goat. And I'm Lord Yashiro. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Meow. Uh, I'll see you next month, Yashiro. No, no, wait. Uh, fill out the survey, fucklepodcast.com slash survey. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.